Let's get to it, man. Really glad to have you with us, Maj. Uh, Mark, really glad to have you. You're a new friend in all of this. Um, how you guys doing, man? Happy New Year's. Happy New Year. Hey, Maj. Happy New Year, guys. Hey, Mark. So, Mark, I, I kind of want to start in with you because, like, you're you're kind of just now really taking the bull by the horns on the on the party and and um, you know the caucus and everything. And you know, me and you had a conversation the other day. It was the first time we ever talked, and you know, we really hit it off. And and you seem to really get it, man. And and um, you know, you're talking about potentially running for office locally uh, in your town. And uh, so, like, what what is it that's like animating you to get involved in this? And why don't you give our audience a little background about who you are and, and your business uh, over there at MTS Nutrition? Yeah, so I own a few companies, um, TigerFitness.com, MTS Nutrition, The Outright Bar, Ambrosia Collective is one of my brands as well. Have some coaching stuff, uh, youth training facility in uh, Franklin, Tennessee called Legacy at Carbon. Um, essentially... I'm finally just fed up. You know, it's you're not going to fix the Republican Party. I think it was the omnibus that really just put me over the top because they all just did it. And at the end of the day, it's a uniparty. And we keep saying you'll never win with a third party. But realize we've been through different parties through the history of this country. Like, I don't see the Whig Party dominating anything anymore. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, there needs to be some form of change. And the problem, the reason I and I used to be a registered libertarian when I lived in California, believe it or not. Um, but I kind of, I, I consider myself an independent because I can't roll with what the Republicans stand for because I don't stand for a lot of things they stand for. And what do they stand for anyway? They stand for whatever the Democrats tell them to stand for. And I honestly don't think there are many Republicans out there. I think people vote Republican because they don't vote Democrat. Democrats are so bad that people vote Republican. That's what it comes down to. But nobody's like, yeah, I'm a Republican. Like, I don't think many people are proud of that. Do you really want to be identified as a guy who hangs out with Mitch McConnell? Like, is that guy cool? So at the end of the day, the main issue I had with jumping on board the Libertarian Party is, well, in the past, there's some weirdos involved with it. Every time I got on board, like, dude, the year Gary Johnson ran, I was all up. You can look at my Facebook history. I'm like, dude, we got to go Libertarian. Got to go Libertarian. Got to vote for Gary Johnson. I got all this hate. And I'm like, we're, no, Libertarian, this is the year, this is the year. And then Gary Johnson did Gary Johnson's stuff. And I'm like, I'm out. And now it's at the point where I think with y'all getting involved, obviously knowing Maj, seeing what he's doing, I'm like, you know what? If there's ever a time to make a move, it's now. So here I am, and I don't do things half-ass. When I go things, I go in. I do a cannonball. I'm not just dipping my toe in the water. So if it's time to make a move, let's make a move. Hell yeah, man. Maj, happy to have you with us. Um, you know, I see you out there hustling, trying to raise money for to keep these gun safety classes going. You know, what's what's going on in your world and, and uh, how's 2023 looking for for you and, and BGM and Solutionary Lifestyles? Um, I, first, thanks, everybody, for having me. Um, I, I'm super excited to hear Mark say what he's saying um, to a lot of times when people come in as a libertarian and then they've been uh, exposed to some of the weirdos, and goofies and then. Like we'll lose them forever. We may not lose them in the sense of the, the ideology or the movement, but a lot of times folks won't engage with, you know, the party itself. Um, and, and it's just super exciting to hear someone like Mark saying, hey, I'm going to I'm going to jump. Not only am I going to jump in in regards to highlighting that, you know, hey, I'm a libertarian, but I'm going to jump in and, and, and actually go, you know, like you say, cannonball. I think that's indicative. And, and I think more people should speak out about that you know you hear a lot of guys saying that um in in the, the conversations that you'll have with them in private but to publicly 
make that statement is is very very bold, and I just you know I'm super excited about that. Um, in regards to BGM and you know generating resources to keep the free classes going, um, obviously, obvious, obviously, we've had companies like um, Next Level Training that saw what we're doing, and you know, because to folks that don't know, we do firearms training, conflict resolution, de-escalation. We do these classes all around the country. We've been giving these classes for the last, I want to say, five years um, with voluntary donations. Our overall concept was we wanted people to individually choose to add their resources to a collective. Not saying that we couldn't uh, change our model a bit and do it business-wise in the sense of, hey, we're going to sell tickets to the show and then make it go that way. We wanted people to buy in a bit. Um, the reason for that is because you, you always hear people say, um, you know, collectivism is bad. Now, collectivism can be bad if it doesn't work in while defending individual choices and liberties. And, I, and, and But adding and working together voluntarily, especially with saying, hey, man, I don't know when the next time, I, you know, you're coming to Chicago or you're coming to Compton or you're even coming to my town, but these areas need it and we want to step up for the people, beginners that may need it. That's a choice. And showing that that could work, and you know, for years, you know, it did. I think what happened was we got successful at training and, and a whole lot of people bought guns, you know, in our demographic in Philadelphia, as well as just urban demographics across the country. We said, you know, three years, you know, before we started, our goal was to make this demographic be the new gun buying demographic. We did that in under three years with less than $300,000 raised and given away for these classes. I think what started to happen is we started to buy a bunch of guns and you see the narrative changing. Um, you know, 38 going on 39 months straight, there's been record, um, you know, numbers of new gun buyers. I think the problem with that is you're successful, but then when people start to go, hey, I want to be a firearms instructor. Hey, I want to do this. Hey, I want to do that. It's a good thing for the movement, but we've had to kind of like readjust our approach to it. So that's the status there. We've had companies like Next Level Training say, you know, hey, Maj, for the month of January, we're going to give you all of our online sales. So if you guys need cert pistols and stuff like that, which are these training guns and stuff like that, that helps. Um, go over to nextleveltraining.com, buy, you know, um, that, use the code BGM, stuff like that helps. Um, we have, you know, I'm actually an ambassador for Ambrosia Collective. If you guys go over to uh, ambrosiacollective.com, use the promo code Maj you'll get like 10% off. I've taken some of that money to put towards the classes. Um, Mark sends me stuff all the time from Tiger Fitness. I've used, I think it's Solutionary 4, or we'll figure out the, whatever the code is again. But I'll look it up now. <laughs> my, my point there, though, guys, is there are companies now that we see the need for this to happen. Obviously, Tiger Fitness is a... Um, supplement company and working out, but that's a part of the overall solutionary lifestyle. You can't say you're a safe and responsible firearms owner if you're not working on your health and wellness and health and fitness. So there are all of these multiple areas where now we've got the general public for years going, we'll help, we'll pay it forward. Now these bigger companies are seeing the importance of it and merging. If you have the health and fitness community merging with the pro-gun community, and then we start having conversations with the cannabis community. Generally, these companies or these communities are very, very separate. They work in their own individual lanes. Obviously, with cannabis still being scheduled one federally, you know, there's a lot of gun companies that were afraid to even have that conversation. 
But then we have, you know, one of our other sponsors, Phoenix Ammo, that has that's given us ammo for our students for years. They're, you know, liberty based. Uh, you know, there's 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 a Justin and the team over there. I don't. They fit in the same bubble. They fit in that bubble of we like libertarianism, but they're operating off of old information and bad intel about what the party and libertarianism is. I think when you have sit down conversations with a lot of these folks that have big companies that would be more open to saying, hey, we we like this liberty based thing. You know, Phoenix Ammo defied, you know, the Michigan governor's lockdowns for damn near a year and some change. Like they fought. They stayed in the fight. They did not close that. There's nothing more libertarian than that. And so saying all of this to say black guns matter, the solutionary lifestyle, um, you know, these other companies. Now we're seeing it go from just a bunch of individuals to folks and companies that have like understandings of liberty and wanting to be more open about it. And I think that in a nutshell, there is an amazing parallel. There's there's things that a lot of Americans um, believed and wanted to stand up for for over the last few years that was they became more emboldened because they saw the state really, really stepping in and pushing to make sure that their livelihoods, their freedoms, their liberties were under attack. And so now, you know, to Mark's point, there is pretty much no time like, you know, the present because so many people are defecting. So many people see this, you know, duopoly or this uniparty for what it is. Our job as, you know, members of the caucus, the Mises caucus and libertarians and members of the Libertarian Party or people that are liberty adjacent, that are a little bit hesitant. Now it's our time to kind of like not just dip our toe in because we have more, um, you know, you know, guys that have actual companies. You know, one of the, the biggest, uh, you know, attacks on libertarians is, oh, you guys just want to worry about smoking weed and just having your guns and X, Y, and Z. Well, the reality is most of Americans, those are wedge issues for most Americans. Even whatever side they lay on, there's going to be a discourse around it. And more and more people, because the over uh, hand, you know, the heavy handed overreaching of the state, more and more people are willing to say and more and more you know, companies are willing to say enough is enough. We want to make sure that this, you know, we, we, we're sending our country in a direction politically that it needs to go. And libertarian seems more and more like that option. So uh, just again, huge, you know, less about BGM, evolutionary lifestyle, more about the movement and having guys like Justin, you know, Mark, you know, from Christian, you know, Tiger Fitness, all of these guys and women that are just stepping up and saying enough is enough. And we want to do something to defend the Republic. So I want to jump back to something that Mark said, you know, like that you were you were interested back in 2016 and then you, you kind of dip your toe in, you check it out. Gary Johnson's like 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 sticking his tongue out at people. He's doing the Aleppo thing. And you're like, man, what, what is this? And then and then bounce out. And I think what you're getting at there is kind of an image problem or, or a demographic problem inside of the, the LP that has uh, produced an image problem for us for a while. And I think uh, with the takeover of the Libertarian Party, that's something that's being pushed back against. And, you know, not only do we have to run for, you know, local office and do the, the nullification, the decentralization thing, but we got to get more and more people who are credible, who have their own following, who have their own businesses, who have proven themselves in multiple arenas. And that's that's why it's exciting about, you know, uh, having people like you, having people like Maj, having people like Ian Smith, you know, uh, join the party. So, like, how, how do you think that we could kind of change that image and attract more of these competent, accomplished type people? 
I'd, I'd love to hit on that. I, I think the thing is, you like we spoke about yesterday, man, you need cool people. You need people who aren't a weirdo. Like when I, when you, people think libertarian, I got it today when I, I posted some libertarian stuff. People are like, yo, was that, was that y'all with the naked guy running across the stage? Like we have these things that are just ingrained in people's heads and it's kind of been in my head too. So I know where they're coming from. And also what people see federally with the presidential election. Okay. Trump sucks. Biden sucks. We understand that. But Hey, if we give a vote to libertarian, that's taking a vote away from Trump maybe. And that's why focusing on the local elections, focusing on earning people's trust, focusing on building up the image of the party. When you think the libertarian party, what do you think? What is the image people think? When you say libertarian, what do you think? That's what we need to think about as a guy who spent his life branding and marketing different brands across different industries. Okay. You need to think of what your position is as a party and what, what you're going to do to differentiate from the other parties. And honestly, we've just had a couple bad runs. Jorgensen turned out to be a big dud when she had a chance to make some statements. Um, you know, I think she's hilarious. I love her social media, but honestly, not a good candidate. Gary Johnson, I can't say enough bad things about him because he pushed me away from being a libertarian. So what do we do? And the key is cool people. You got Maj. Maj, all those guys you met at my gym up in, those guys think just like us. Yeah. So how do we get them? How do we get a microsheet? How do we get these guys to say, hey, I'm in. How do we do this? So how do we get in the social media age? How do we get these influencers to go forward? Because let's think about it. You have The Rock, literally. How many votes did Biden get because The Rock said he liked Biden? Nobody wants to admit it. I guarantee you that was a few votes. That yeah. was a lot of votes. So if we're able to get people who are influencers, who believe in everybody wants what we want. Everybody wants freedom. Everybody wants prosperity. Most people want to be able to protect their homes, right? Most people don't want a government telling them they can't keep their business open. These are all things that we can all agree upon. Yet all we think about is a fat naked dude running across the stage. So how do we get away from that? And that's what I'm here to help you guys do. Because honestly, as a business owner, I am fearful of what's going on. 87 new IRS agents. You got a Republican, Republican Congress and Republicans in Congress and Senate who passed a bill that does nothing but hurt America. And where are we going to go? We're just doing the same thing we've been doing over and over and complain. It's time for a change. It's time to go libertarian. Yeah. So I think one thing to touch on that, what what we as a caucus and, and inside of the Libertarian Party to kind of answer that question of how how do we appeal to people who who do have some stature? Uh, historically, I think a big, big problem in the Libertarian Party has been there has been no cultural standards, essentially. Um, and, and if you don't like inculcate and then protect a culture, uh, essentially the assholes get to run amok and, and they chase everybody else out. And that's kind of been, uh, you know, the 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 mo for the the internal machinations of the party for a very long time people allowed to just do whatever they want under the guise of it being freedom but you know you can have rules for private associations you can have standards for private associations you know you have standards for yourself you as a big business owner i'm sure you can recognize when other people don't have standards for themselves and then you know not to take them seriously and i think that has been a big problem for the lp and it's something that's been a huge uh, like the beginnings of a huge shift with the takeover is kind of having standards on on the culture and standards for ourselves and raising the standards from where they are so that we could can attract these types of people. Yeah, I, I think that I think that another in, in addition from my angle is just 
Um, the cool factor is a huge factor. When I did, uh, you brought up Mike Rashid. We, I, when I went over there to do the podcast, um, I kind of talked about that. I kind of addressed like, yo, the hood is libertarian, you know, and, 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 you know, conservatives generally say that, oh, a lot of people are conservative. The black community is conservative, you know, and, and I single out the black community primarily, not because I'm, I'm being divisive. I'm saying that because the black community has been the longest standing target of the Democratic Party for, and I don't mean that in a good way. I don't mean just targeting to like, hey, we want to help or we want to reach this demographic so it's mutually beneficial. I mean a target to make sure that this community does not advance and continues to be dependent on the government. That community has been the longest standing target of the Democratic Party. So if we want to really solve the problem, we kind of got to get at the the root, you know, the, the biggest part of it, tackle that first. Um, saying that to say, we talked about that on, on Mike Rashid's platform. You know, you got guys like Dr. Boyce Watkins, who, you know, um, is a, like has, is, has all of the, the degrees in finance, who's a smart dude, ha, who's like been on The Breakfast Club, been on CNN, been on MSNBC, been on Fox. I educated him about the Fed, just saying. That was fun. And, and, and so these, these are guys that, but still are open. If I say, Doc, here's what the... Here's what the Fed is. Here's what this concern is. Here's what X, Y, Z is. This guy votes libertarian the first time for his life, the last go round, just on some slight conversations from an objective space. When you have people that have credibility in their lane in that space, I did in that conversation with, you know, Doc, they're going to be open. When I had that conversation with Mike, Mike doesn't do, Mike is an alpha. Mike Rashid doesn't do things like if it doesn't make sense. If he, if he thinks about it and it makes sense, he's like, okay, that makes sense. But if it doesn't make sense, Mike's not doing it. So when we're having this conversation on this podcast and he's like, yo, so this libertarian thing like makes sense. You know, here's the reason. Oh, can you explain libertarian in a nutshell? What's your 30 second pitch? Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Can anybody relate to that? Do you want less government involved in your hood? And he's like, yeah, this, this absolutely makes sense. Saying this to say we failed. And I say we, even though I wasn't a part of it during that time, if you're a part of it now, you got to recognize fully Hey, if we're doing a rebrand and we're a part of this company, we have to identify where we did the thing incorrectly and change it. I think that that explaining of it, you know, and, and also, you know, challenging ourselves to say things like, hey, yes, you can't just within one year get from under the thumb of decades of mainstream media propaganda to propagandize your movement. That doesn't happen in like, six days like that like there's been a hard concentration to make libertarianism or libertarians look stranger than they actually are that that's not like that part we cannot say uh we aren't going to change but we also have to uh acknowledge that there, there's a reason and i am of the belief i have to say belief right i am of the belief that some of these things that you know took off like wildfire instead of us talking about the fact that, you know, Prodigy from Mob Deep was the staunch advocate for Ron Paul. Nobody talks about that. Talking about that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Talking about Big Boy from Outcast being a libertarian in ideology for um, over 20 years at this point. Bitch, this, he voted for Gary Johnson. Right. These, these, are the, <laughs> these are the reasons why we can't ignore the fact that maybe there's an unseen hand there attempting to make sure that the third largest political party in the world doesn't have a successful rebrand. You know, that ties also into uh, now, for some reason, all of these neocons are coming out of their way to misrepresent 
whether through ignorance or intention, misrepresent what libertarianism and the libertarian party is. So on one hand, we recognize that, yeah, we did have bad, bad branding and bad marketing, but where did it come from? We got to consider the source. Now it's going to be coming from people that we represent a threat to their grift. When, when, we, when we say these things like the uni party and the duopoly working together and they're two wings of the same bird, we have to explain practically how that happens and then say how it's beneficial for those two parties to maintain their position and how we become the threat. So all of that ties into our cool factor, our ability to translate that to the demographic that we need to reach the most. And, you know, the names that are, are just, you know, ca casually being said in this conversation are men that work very, very hard and are objective as well as uh, evaluate things and have their own cool factor. They were cool before we they became libertarians. You know, libertarianism and that idea for liberty and patriotism is just being packaged in a way that they can relate to. And, you know, I want to thank you guys over at the, the, the caucus for stepping out of the way to allow certain folks to really, really flex, no pun intended, but to flex and say, this is how I have to speak to the demographic to translate this culturally to them. And when you understand culture, you know, like Breitbart, you know, rest in peace, said, um, you know, politics is downstream from culture. And it's a very, very important piece. And I think we have a lot of the great pieces on the board now and people that could come on board that are more than likely willingly coming on board um, that we have the messaging and the uh, the languaging to make sure that they become force multipliers for not just the party itself, but the movement in general, because both of them are key. Yeah, and I think there's a snowball effect. I mean, you guys have both mentioned Mike Rashid, you know, getting somebody like Mark in, circling back uh, uh, Ian Smith, somebody like him coming in, uh, getting them to get active. You know, people who are successful have friends who are successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 we are social animals. And, and once, again, I, I mentioned this earlier, like once somebody does a thing and does it in front of other people, they make that thing acceptable in the in the subconscious of those other people. You know, somebody has to be brave enough to do something first, to risk looking like a fool to do something first. And and then everybody else starts to get brave and, you, and it starts to snowball out of control. And I think that's what what we're talking about right now is kind of the beginnings of that, if bringing in these kind of people with stature so that their friends who have stature, their friends who have success, their friends who have businesses and all of this kind of stuff uh, can can start to feel more uh, more comfortable coming in. And that's what I really hope to see out of this is that, you know, we start start with one you know, crew of people coming in who, who, uh, you know, have, have this kind of success or have this kind of stature. And then that snowballs to more people, which then snowballs to more people. And in my experience, when you step out and, and, and take these risks and it can snowball beyond whatever, like anything you imagine, like, you know, we're, how, we're, we're what one person away from Michael Malice or, and which is who knows Elon Musk, I think at this point, you know what I mean? Like, we have no idea what's possible if we just kind of stick our necks out, try and have some faith. Yeah, Absolutely. It's just a matter of getting the messaging is key. So the key is the, the messaging is different for different people. Like I'm going to explain things different than Mosh. So it's just, it's just a matter of what does libertarianism mean to you? Yeah. And I think Maj explained it perfectly. So how do we package that up and make it where the, the average law information voter can understand? Right. Yep. Absolutely. Well, guys, we are coming up against time. So I'll, I'll, I'll let each of you get uh, get if you have a final thing you want to say in 
um, you know, say your piece and then we'll, uh, we'll let people enjoy the rest of their new years. You first, sir. Um, everybody, man, be kind to each other. Um, I, I want everybody to remember, um, that this, this matrix, this animal, this, this, whatever you want to call it, energy, demon, uh, low, lower vibration. It thrives off of our chaos, our lack of communication, and our hatred being pointed at each other. We have been subjected, you know, in the last two going on maybe three years at this point, um, we have been subjected to things that are not normal. The COVID regime, the lockdowns, the masking, even though it was um, unprecedented on some levels, some of this, you know, the masking, the Spanish flu, these things happened before, but it was ratcheted up a lot. So if you're going through something right now, you got to recognize that you fought through something that was not normal. It was not um, human. It was, it, was, it, was not, it didn't make you feel good. When you, when you went outside and you were brave and you said, I'm not wearing a mask, there's no science that supports that. Um, and now we look like geniuses as libertarians tend to, right? Or people that are ahead of the curve that are objective. We look like geniuses because we all knew from like the 80s, like, yo, Fauci's a piece of trash. He's lied for however long. And we're not going to repeat the same thing. Um, I want you to know that you fought through something that was designed to break you. It was a psychological operation. And I'm saying that not in conspiracy theory terms. I'm saying that as a conspiracy, people conspired to make that happen. So I want you to give yourself some grace this new year. I want you to be kind to each other. I want you to support the businesses that did not ridicule you. I want you to um, reestablish friends with people that, you know, that are coming around that may have fought against you over these last few years, but even they were caught up in a matrix. And so I just want everybody to be kind to each other, support the businesses that are being open and saying, hey, we're not closing our business. Hey. We're going to go to libertarian, bro, because it is even at this point, we're past a certain level of um, corniness to it. Right. Or we're beating the main or, or fighting super hard against a mainstream narrative. But it's still difficult. You know, guys like Mark that are saying, hey, I am the physical representation and CEO of a bunch of different brands. And I'm being open and saying this outwardly. Those companies are still going to need your support. Because we're not through the forest. Like, we're not through the woods on this. You know, so being kind to each other, supporting the people uh, that are willing to be liberty-minded, supporting those businesses, you know, go to tigerfoods.com, use promo code SOLUTIONARY4. If it's a different one, I'll, I'll tell you guys later. That's it. That's the one I just checked. That's, all right, boom. Um, go to uh, uh, ambrosiacollective.com, use promo code MAJ. Get healthy, guys. Vitamin D, water, working out. You do not eat enough. So you do need vitamins and supplements. And I'm not saying this because Mark's paying me to say it. I'm saying it because all of the science, the, the faux science that they tried to get us to forget about was about exercise, health and wellness, going outside, breathing, right? Engaging. Mike, you just said, you know, we're social animals in that perspective. Make sure you're doing these things, guys. And, 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 and pat, you do get a moment to pat yourself on the back. Because you you took those arrows, you know, and it's very, very important that we do such. And again, on a selfish note, if you guys can support the work, givesingo.com forward slash solutionary to keep these classes free, as well as I think we're 93.3% away from the overall goal for the money bomb. Share this. Give, 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 guys. 
this work that we're doing at the Mises Caucus and the Libertarian Party and making sure that this rebrand happens with cool, smart, objective, honest, and principled people, um, it costs a lot. It takes a lot of energy and resources. So please make sure you're donating and thank you for listening to you know these these great gentlemen and gentle ladies. Um, yeah, I guess I guess I'll just you said it perfectly, man. Look, it's it's time to come out of the woodwork, and the two party system is not going to work long term. With that said, it, it's not going to come overnight. We're going to start winning presidential elections in 2024. It starts locally. You know, hey, you know what? Maybe you can run for something. Run for alderman. Run for city council. I think that's the same thing. Um, run for mayor. Run for school board. Do something in your community. Coach kids. Do something. Like what Maj is doing with the community, I do with kids. You know what I mean? You got to get out there. You got to influence the next generations. I'm not saying indoctrinate them. I'm not saying talk politics with them. But you need to lead by example. And number one thing is take care of yourself. You know what? The people who made it out the best out of everything that happened were generally in shape. You talk about Ian Smith. You talk about Maj. Talk about a Mike Rashid. We didn't skip a beat during during the COVID thing. Why? Because we knew that if our system can't handle it, then it's something no one else can handle as well. So you got to take care of yourself, keep yourself healthy, because if you don't keep yourself healthy, you can't help everybody else. So you can't, I think Coolio said it best, you know, you can't help me if you can't help yourself. Now you can't help anybody else if you don't stay healthy yourself. So do that. And again, I'm proud to be a part of this. You know, I've been watching Maj do his thing. And again, like I was scarred, like I was like emotionally scarred from what happened in 2016. And then finally, after the omnibus, I'm like, let's go. I'm like, it's time. There's no better time. And to be at the grassroots, the ground level of something so significant. And I predict this will be something that will be in the history books of what happened about how a third party emerged. So it's going to be it's going to be really great. So I appreciate I appreciate guys, appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely, man. And, you know, I've talked a lot about culture and, and a healthy culture is comprised of healthy people. And, and that's what it boils down to. We like if if, if we're going to accept that this is going to be a long term endeavor that is going to have to emerge from the ground up, um, then, you know, we have got to balance our lives and support each other in balancing our lives. We got to get our families right and balance that with this work. We got to get our health right and balance that with this work. You know, we got to support each other who are struggling with this, you know, support each other with each other's help is support each other with our family life and our love life and our creative life. You know, like it takes all of these things to be healthy and it's going to take balance in these things in the long term uh, if we're going to do this work. And and so ultimately what's got to happen here is we have to be a community that gives a shit about each other as much as we give a shit about the work that we're doing. And if that happens and that community happens and then a culture takes takes hold within that community, that's going to be the thing that that holds us together no matter what happens. I've already seen it happen just in the micro in my own experience with the caucus, man. You know, we I mean, it's again, it ain't the power of the state, but it's we had to deal with absolutely ridiculous bullshit from the most some of the most vile people you've ever seen people talking about you know death threats and wanting to suck our blood and you know uh like breaking laws defrauding us uh like all of this kind of crazy shit that that we had to go through but the what had happened was that the culture had taken uh hold of the community and that was the thing that mattered most. And that was what held people together as we marched forward and achieved our goals. We did it there in the micro. We can do it in the macro. We just got to believe in it. So, all right. Well, I thank you guys for coming, man. Take human action. Really appreciate it. We'll be in touch. And happy new year, guys. Happy Peace. new year, guys. Yeah.